0: And now, Your Prayer Intentions with author Peter and Jimmy.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. This is Peter and Jimmy, author of Hail Mary, the Perfect Protestant and Catholic Prayer. And I'm going to spend the next 25 minutes or so with you, with some talk, with some thought, and with some prayer as we pray for Your Prayer Intentions. I want to start by doing something I haven't done in a little while, and that's mention all the ways you can get your prayer intentions to us. You can email them to us at wqph893 at comcast.net. That's wqph893 at comcast.net. You can post them on the prayer wall, which is the best way, at wqphradio.org slash prayer wall. And I just want to point out, when you post them on the prayer wall, you go to the prayer wall, you put in your email address, it sends you back the code. This is done to keep spam and and such out because of of the bots that are online. And you can put any prayer intentions that you want. You can even just put private intention if you don't want to detail your prayer intention. That works out just fine. You can tweet them to us. And you can send the tweet to Radio WQPH on Twitter and that will get back to me as well and of course if you see me at Daily Mass lately I must confess I've been oversleeping lately I got out of work at midnight I get home at 1230 and I've been staying up later than I should and I've been missing some Daily Masses so but you you normally you can see me at a Daily Mass at uh, St. Bernard's Parish so if you see me at Daily Mass at St. Bernard's Parish always come up to me and tell me or if you see me on Twitter or something and you have a prayer intention or anywhere you see me. Just feel free to tell me your prayer intention on the spot. If I have a pencil and paper, I'll write it down, and if not, I'll do my best to commit it to memory or get it on my computer at first chance. And if I have my wife with me, she'll write it down because she's much more responsible about those things than me. And that way, we will make sure that we get to your prayer intentions. Now, you might notice that... I didn't do my normal greeting because I must admit, feeling kind of dry, which this happens to everyone in the Christian faith, and it's the normal state of man that you're going to have your ups and you're going to have your downs. C.S. Lewis does a great thing about the law of undulation, about how you have your peaks and your valleys, and that's the question of remembering to thank God during the peaks and to ask God for help during the during the valleys, and sometimes we do the opposite, sometimes when we're at the peaks we forget God, and sometimes when we're at the valleys we blame God, which is a big mistake. But that's really the thing about Christianity, that you have to be able to deal with things when they are well, and deal with things when they are ill. And the answer to both of that is Christ. Things do not always stay the same. For example, a nice example of it, although it's not something significant, in the chosen TV series, the person who plays Philip is being replaced. You know, obviously, actors. You know, you're on a series for a couple of years. Maybe you get an offer for another role, a big movie or something, and you can't commit to a series. So the actor is replaced. That happened. There were three different people who played John on Big James in the first uh, nine episodes. But things like, and that some people, affects people one way or the other, but things change. They go up and they go down, and you just deal with them. And the best way to deal with them is to ask for the help of God. And this weekend, we're dealing with Mother's Day. And I use the word deal with it in a non-pejorative sense. The phrasing deal with it might sound pejorative. But Mother's Day is very important for several reasons. First of all, of course, we all had a mother. Every person, not all of us have children, not all of us have brothers and sisters, but a woman bore us. Every single one of us had a woman who bore us. And, of course, we remember Mary, especially during the month of May, and Mary being the mother of God. And it's since we just had the coronation of the king and queen in England, it's worth noting that while some of our Protestant brothers dispute the queenship of Mary... They forget that our Christian faith comes from Judaism. And in Judaism, if you read the Bible, if you read the books of Kings, and you read the books of Chronicles, you'll notice that when they list the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah, they say so-and-so was the king, and he was so old when he became the king and reigned for so many years. And they say his mother's name was they don't mention the wives, because a lot of these people had multiple wives. Polygamy was very, very common among the king. It's like, as Mel Brooks used to say in History of the World Part One: well, it's good to be the king, because you had multiple wives if you wanted them. So they, these men were men of power, and they had multiple wives, and there was an, apparently no prescription against it at the time. David himself had several wives. But the point was, they mentioned the queen, and the queen was the mother. And the reason why the queen was the mother was a person has only one mother. And thus the queenship of Mary is very consistent with Jewish worship, which is what Christianity comes from. And that's why I say this many times, although I haven't said it lately, to know the history of the early church is to be Catholic because the history of the early church is very Catholic which makes sense since we draw an unbroken line all the way back to Peter. But I mention again the queenship of Mary being consistent with Jewish worship, which is why Mary is, gets what we call hyperdula. Some people will phrase it that we pray to Mary. We ask Mary to pray for us. If you listen to any litany, litany of the saints, litany of humility, any of the litanies, The litanies, when you're referring to God, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, or the Trinity, it's always have mercy on us. But when you're referring to the saints or to Mary, even the litany of Mary, it's all pray for us, pray for us, pray for us. Because we ask Mary, the Queen of Heaven, to intercede for us in the same way that people would go to the queen mothers, to intercede with their sons. They would make a plea to the mother, and the mother, if he accepted the plea, would plea to the son. And so a mother is held in higher regard, as a mother should be. I, You know, my wife bore me two sons, and before them there was one miscarriage, but early, a very short and early miscarriage, didn't carry for long. Any woman who has carried a child knows the amount of effort it takes, knows the amount of pains you have to deal with, knows the amount of time and effort, of inconveniences. I mean, obviously in the modern world it's much easier than in the ancient world. But women know what it is to go through this. And men know (laughs) what it is to deal with someone going through this, but it's not the same as going through it yourself. And that's another reason why a woman deserves respect, because they spent months of their lives carrying you around and dealing with all the things that that entails. And it entails a lot. And in a society where so many people decide not to have children, and in a society where we see so many people doing foolish things like castrating their own children with gender surgery and the like. The role of the mother is very important. There was a recent study that said a lot of the parents of people who were doing transitioning and went along with this stuff and celebrated it tended to have mental issues. And that's how important it is for a mother. That's why if you have a good mother, if you have a solid mother, and I had a very solid mother. I had a very strong very strong mother and my sons were fortunate enough to know her well. She died about eleven years ago and uh, so my sons knew her up until their teens, late into their late teens nearly 20, and she had a profound influence on them. A good mother who blesses their children daily, who introduces them to scripture, who does these things who sets an example of a godly life has a much better chance of producing godly children. And even if they do not become godly right away, that example is there. And that example there is so important. So yes, we celebrate Mother's Day and rejoice in the mothers and in our mothers. And our mother always holds a place for us. In fact, on the battlefield, when a soldier is injured or dying, it's almost stereotypical to talk of people calling for their mothers. Not for their fathers, not to the father. I mean, my I hold my father in the greatest esteem, the the greatest man I ever met, without a question. But people call for their mothers because the mother is the heart of life. And thus we celebrate Mother's Day. Thus we celebrate eight mothers. And thus, when we honor our mothers, we are fulfilling the commandment. You know, honor thy father and thy mother that you may have long life in the Lord. And again, think of the difference between men and women. C.S. Lewis, again, I brought him up earlier, uh, talked about this, that a man, a lot of times for a man, it's about not making trouble for somebody else. But for a woman, it's about doing. And this is a very... Uh, How he put it was, a very ordinary woman will do more for other people than a very saintly man might because of the nature of men and women, which are different. And many of us know so many women who've done so much for their families and for the church. How many women are involved in so many great ministries? Now, I've noticed a lot more, in Adoration, I've noticed a lot more men getting involved, which is great but so many women have gotten involved. If you think about the women in our own parish, think of Joan Conroy, who died uh, a few months ago in her 90s. How involved she was in so many things and how much she did. Again, that is the example of what women in general and mothers in particular do. And it's so good that we celebrate Mother's Day, so good that, we remember mothers and it's so important that society holds mothers in high esteem. So on this Mother's Day, let us think of our mothers. Let us pray for our mothers. Let us pray with our mothers and do this. And I want to mention one other thing since after this show, next week, show will be after Ascension Thursday. I want to mention Ascension Thursday, of course, a holy day of obligation. I like very much that we do not move Ascension Thursday, at least in this section. Many parts of the country move Ascension Thursday to the following Sunday. But I think it's important to keep Ascension Thursday where it is. Not only because we get the lesson that we would have gotten on Sunday, the normal Easter lesson that we get that Sunday, but to remind us how important the Ascension is. The Feast of the Ascension does two things. It's a feast that confirms the godliness of God, the glory of God, that God is God, and not just a very moral man who lived 2,000 years ago, you know, Jesus, not just a man who lived 2,000 years ago who said how nice it would be if everyone treated everybody nice. Jesus was God. And Ascension Thursday is the final proof of it, where the apostles saw Christ ascend. And it's important not only for that stamp of Godhood, but it's important because that's the moment where the hand is taken away. That's the moment when the training wheels come off for man. Ascension Thursday is the moment in the church's history where the men and the disciples that Jesus taught for the three years of his ministry, I told, all right, this is the moment I am going to let you go and make disciples of all men. It's now up to you. Now it's true. On Pentecost Sunday, you have the descent of the Holy Spirit. And of course, that means God's with people. But it's Ascension Thursday that starts it. Ascension Thursday is the day that, as I said, the training wheels come off of the church. And, in a sense, when you think about it, the great things that are done tend to come after that on Pentecost Sunday. The training wheels come off and the church still makes their fault. And it rises up again on Pentecost Sunday when the Holy Spirit comes. And in a way, that also demonstrates our dependence on God. Because it was not until Pentecost Sunday that the disciples really got out there, and really got out there strong. But it's still the point, Ascension Thursday, where God says, I am going to let you do it. I'm going to have faith in you. I'm still going to come and help you because I know you need it. But I'm gonna have faith in you to do this thing. And it's a really sobering thought because that's in a sense, two thousand years later, that is where the position where we all are. We are in the position where we are called to be examples of the faith to others. Whether we're actively proselytizing or just being the right way around people. And Ascension Thursday is where it starts. So keep that in mind about how momentous a day it is. And that's why it deserves to remain the holy day of obligation that it is. That we will remember that that is the day that Jesus said to us, you can do this. You've got this. Go ahead and do it. And now let's go ahead and do our prayers and our intentions. We have a couple of intentions here. We have an intention for a lady who's in the hospital who's just had some heart issues, Marianne. We have a prayer request for a man having some medical issues, both physical and mental. There's been a lot of people, and another prayer request for a family that, is dealing with not only the death of an aunt, Cheryl Wright, but some estrangement that took place. Uh, as I mentioned, the prayer request for the Schlechter family that lost its matriarch, the judge. Uh, we have our standard prayer requests for Mary Lotz, for Nancy, for Jacob, for I want to offer a prayer request for our engineer who is going to be gone for a while, so I'm recording this a little earlier then. well technically I'm recording it later than I'm supposed to, but earlier than I've been recording it lately because she's got to, got some commitments. A special prayer request for the station, a special prayer request for our donors who keep the station going, prayers for our the local parishes, the local priests who keep things going for us, and the standing request for the intentions of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia. And those are our prayer requests today. And so now, since we're getting near Ascension Thursday, let us pray the second glorious mystery, the Ascension. And we pray this, as we pray everything in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy... Amen. The second glorious mystery is the ascension We offer thee, O Lord Jesus, this 17th decade And all thy glorious ascension to heaven And we ask of thee through this mystery And through the intercession of thy Holy Mother An ardent desire for heaven, our true home Amen Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses As we forgive those who trespass against us Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil world without end, amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us in the fires of hell. Lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the ascension come down to our souls, amen. Now uh, we offer this for the intentions of the Holy Father in correspondence with the indulgence calendar in case you're a person doing it. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death, amen. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle, be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, unto Thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. We pray all of these things through Christ our Lord, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to mention, by the way, since I mentioned the Indulgence Calendar, that now is an excellent time to get in your names for the June Indulgence Calendar. Get them in early in the month. So that the sooner I get the names, the sooner the Indulgence Calendar is finished. So if you want to include someone who's died in the Indulgence Calendar, now is the time to send in the name using the methods I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Well, let's do our closing prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, upon this station, upon the stations that carry this show, and all others who are listening to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church. And follow the way of your Son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus our Lord. Amen. And we pray this as we pray all things in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for sharing your time with me, whether you're sharing it at noon or sharing it at midnight. Remember, the show is rebroadcast. It's played noon and midnight. So whichever time you're listening, Or if you're listening to the podcast via the website, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'm going to ask you to pray for me because, as I said, by the time you listen to this, hopefully I'll be on the upswing, but I'm going to ask for the prayers anyways. I can probably use them right now. But till next week, this is Peter and Jeremy, author of Hail Mary, the perfect Protestant and Catholic prayer, saying goodbye and God bless
0: from your prayer intentions. Take care. If there was just some proof, I would believe it. Is that your view on religion? St. Anthony of Padua Parish in New Bedford wants you to know God still speaks to us today through signs and miracles, real events that you can witness with your own eyes, facts that have no natural scientific explanation. Come and see for yourself as Evangelist Tim Francis presents the evidence of miracles and their powerful effect on your faith. Hello, my name is Tim Francis. And wow, do I got a story to tell you.
1: I get to travel the country telling the greatest story that hardly anybody has heard. In fact, when I first heard this, I said, why is this not on Oprah? Why is this not on Larry King? Why isn't it on Pierce Morgan? This is the story of a famous TV journalist who along with a scientist and an attorney filmed and recorded what has never been filmed in the history of mankind. All three were atheists. All three are now devout Roman Catholics
0: who travel the world showing that science can definitely validate faith. In Tim's presentation, you'll hear about and see film documentation of miracles. You're gonna witness the lady experience the wounds of Jesus Christ and a
1: modern person. This is not 1300 years ago. Today, you're gonna witness this. You're gonna see a statue of Jesus Christ that cries and bleeds. And you're gonna witness a piece of wheat bread that turns into living heart tissue.
0: All of this has tremendous meaning. There's a message behind every miracle. Stir up your faith with signs from God, miracles and their meaning at St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in New Bedford, May 22nd through the 24th, from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. Same presentation, three evenings. There is no charge. For more information, call 508-993-1691 or go to saintanthonynewbedford.com This is Peter and Jimmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every
1: Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at comcast.net let me repeat that it's wqph893 at comcast.net and we will pray for you if you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer tweet me directly at the tech guy blog on twitter or the tech guy blog on gab god bless you